Hi everyone and welcome to the first episode of Heritage, our storytelling podcast about different heritage sites. Today we take you to one place which is the most visited by any person who comes to Korikode and is a shopper's haven. The story today is of SM Street and it is one which takes you back years. The SM Street as one sees now was next to the palace of the Zamorin and it connected the Velyangadi with the Palayam market. The Gujaratis who came to Korikode approached the Zamorin for a place to start business. The Zamorin, known for his hospitality, decided to give them this place. The Gujaratis along with Parsis, Sindhis, Arabs came together to sell their goods and it became part of the busy market area along with Mele Palayam and Kamat Lane. The street soon gained in importance and when the British took over, they decided to build the collector's residence next to the street, thus naming it Huzur Road. The renaming of the road to SM Street is also related to the British. It is said that some British soldiers on their first visit to the street saw shopkeepers cutting meat and buyers happily consuming it. This sight made the soldiers run back to their officer to report. The officer at the Uzur Kachiri took the soldiers back to the shop and asked them to taste the meat. Reluctantly they did and to their astonishment it tasted sweet and delicious. They later realized that the delicacy was no meat but the red halwa. This incident made the British rename the street as SM Street, Sweet Meat Street or Mithai Teru. The Huzur Kachuri was demolished and many of the old shops closed to make way for newer businesses like clothes and other fashion items, making it a hub for apparels and it's said that any fashion, style or pattern can be found here. SM Street is also a place for good shoppers to try their skill of bargaining and you can always indulge in a good negotiation to get the best rate. The SM Street has been a symbol of Kori Kod culture and people here value the ideals of business. The story of the street is incomplete without the mention of the celebrated writer S.K. Patakar, who wrote about the people here in his beautiful book, Uritheruvindekatha, and narrated stories of some of the most colorful characters. It is so appropriate that his bus today overlooks the street which he liked the most. The street over the years has also been a venue for many meetings, agitations, performances, discussions and today as part of the heritage project is a designated walking street of the city and one which holds on to its past as it makes its present better. So if you are in Korikod, do not miss the chance to be at this historic place. Until we bring you another heritage site, signing off to find new stories. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of our Heritage Podcast. And today we bring to you the story of the oldest functioning market in Kerala, the Vilyangadi. Kurikod from centuries was a place that was frequented by traders from around the world and the goods varied from small to large. The Zamorins who ruled Korikod understood the traits of trade and believed in hoarding large quantities of goods to be sold at better prices to local merchants. This way of trade could only be prosperous if large pandigashalas or godowns could be built. This long stretch of road one sees now was selected 
so that it could connect the CPUs to the local market. The market design was such that the trade was smooth and each merchant knew where to sell his goods. The merchant shops were on both sides of the road so that people could see the goods and decide on the purchase. The long corridors were also built to make the access of carts easier which would carry the goods. The large Pantikashalas one sees along the coast were the stables for horses which was a big trade during the 18th century. For centuries the market has stayed prosperous and apart from the knowledge of the traders there is also a legend which helped in passing this prosperity to future generations. It said that the secretary of Zamorin Raja Mangatachan was a clever statesman and undertook a strict penance to please the goddess of wealth Lakshmi. Goddess Lakshmi pleased with the penance appeared before him and granted a wish. Mangatachan knew what he wanted but he had other plans. The Achan rather than asking for a boon requested Lakshmi to stay in Velyangadi till he returned and went home to commit suicide. Goddess Lakshmi pleased with his selfless act had to stay in the market forever and traders irrespective of religion consider this legend to be true. The story of the market is incomplete without the mention of the loaders who have not changed the way they do labor from the time of origin till today. The old traditional method of loading is still followed where usage of machines is limited and the brute power of human will is available to see. Huge gunny bags are still laden on the heads of the loaders and they have a great map in their head to navigate between shops. The work of the loaders is not just to carry the goods around but they also have a unique way of controlling the traffic of trucks which is of high priority. The loaders are paid on a daily basis and merchants keep a ledger to make payments accordingly. The merchants and accountants here still make calculations over the counters using the old system of finger quote language in order to overcome the problem of noise which is sometimes deafening. Muslim, Jain, Sindhis, Hindus, Gujarati Marwadis, Tamil and Andhra Chettis are still present here and most of the shops which were present during the Zamorin's time have not changed how they look or function. The market is a no-drive zone for all who do not have business in the market and it's only on Sunday that one can really see the vastness of the market when all shops are closed for business. The better infrastructure in terms of new concrete roads, wider alleys and better drainage is the work of the British who understood the importance of the business in Valyangadi to better the chance of increasing wealth for the East India Company. The goods in the market today vary from food grains, pulses, provisions, coconut, oil, Ayurvedic materials to plastic and stationary items. It is said that during the British era, a gun shop was also operational here which sold guns and ammunition to the police and landlords. The market also once traded in tobacco which was stopped post-independence. Today the market continues to keep its heritage intact 
by still following the old principles of truthfulness in trade. For the merchants and traders, it's a place which promises prosperity. But to all the other visitors, it's a place that connects the past to present. Until we bring you another heritage site, signing off to find new stories.